0: i I'm Sandra Eszakwesili, and you come to me for Hard Facts. Good afternoon, I'm Sandra Eszakwesili, and these are your Hard Facts. The news comes at you fast. America's Food and Drug Administration have said that Trump was incorrect. There's information and misinformation. Their own NAFDAQ came out and told Donald Trump, I'm going to be waiting, where are you talking? Are you talking with by yourself? And making sense of it can be hard. Coyote. Let me talk. I will I will let you talk. I will let you talk. I will let you talk okay. if you let me talk. Okay. But that's my job. Let's talk context. Let's talk statistics. Talk about those bills at the Senate right now. Let's talk to the experts and the newsmakers.
1: Um, I, I see the kind of stability that will allow uh, growth to happen by this time next year.
0: Every weekday at 3. Good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezequiel. Let's talk hard facts. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekweseli and these are your hard facts. 1,000, actually 12,000 confirmed cases. That's where we are at now with COVID-19. You heard that on the news at three. Over 12,000 confirmed cases. And you know, I'm always updating you on those numbers. The Presidential Task Force is warning us that we have not seen the peak yet and that the real wave is coming they're also sounding the alarm again about bed space but they're also complaining that nigerians are refusing to come and be tested some nigerians are dodging uh, for some reason so remember that some of the people you meet on the road know that they may have COVID-19 and they are dodging. So please stay safe as you move around. Today I was at the Ikoyi passport office to renew my passport and my god the crowd at the gate of the passport office like most people were wearing their masks. But there was no social distancing whatsoever. People were just packing into the gate. You would think that coronavirus went on a break. It was so scary. At some point they crowded into me because I was at the gate about to enter. So I just had to step away from the crowd and go and stand and wait until it was my turn to go in. It was such a scary situation. People are not taking this thing seriously enough and I wish they would. But at the end of the day, like salvation, coronavirus fight is a personal fight. So do your bit and hope that everybody else is doing their bit wear your mask keep your distance wash your hands if you don't have water to wash your hands i loved that um they had different uh, buckets of water at um, the EcoE passport office where people could come in and wash their hands sanitize your hands as often as you can and when you get home if you are wearing a disposable mask please uh, um, cut it up tear it up burn it because people go to the trash and pick it up and recycle it and you don't want that i have a great show for you today on hard facts we're starting with the big three we'll talk about the deputy speaker of the house of reps saying that going to prison is a badge of honor for politicians Hmm. Then let's talk about the President suspending Executive Order 10 and deciding to cooperate with the state governments on financial autonomy. And then let's talk about the National Sex Offenders Register remember you can answer our big three questions on Twitter Nigeria info FM we're streaming this conversation on Facebook so you can uh, participate on the show via Facebook leave your thoughts as we go along because the phone lines are hard to connect you it's difficult when you're trying to call into the show the easiest way to connect to the show is with social media so get on Facebook get on Twitter Nigeria info FM Facebook Nigeria info 99.3 there's also WhatsApp I'll share that as the show goes along we got just a minute it will happen on this show so look out for it listen out for it at some point you're going to call us and play so keep listening you could be today's winner and if you answer the most questions in one minute you will be today's winner on community report we're going to talk about sexual harassment Chukudi will talk with the lagos state domestic and sexual violence response team dsvrt So look forward to that conversation. On the Big Hard Fact, let's talk about the budget. Remember, the presidency has sent an adjusted budget proposal to the National Assembly, right? There's some controversy about this uh, uh, adjusted budget proposal and we're going to dig deep into it. After the news at six, we'll have conversations with Rufai and of course I'll have news updates for you at the top of every hour and just listen to everything. Don't forget the questions that you answer on just a minute come from within the show. So just listen to everything and you'll be able to answer our questions. right now, let's get right into the big three.
1: The big Three. on the hard facts
2: on 99.3 by Is Curia Info.
0: Is going to prison a badge of honor for politicians? Is going to prison a badge of honor for politicians? Why did the presidency not consult? on the legality of executive order 10 and how should the national sex offenders registry be used these are our big questions on the show today let's get into them going to prison is a badge of honor that's what the deputy speaker told ojizokalo that's our first story so as you know ojizokalo is a senator. He used to be the governor of Abia State. Last year, he was convicted of money laundering and sent to prison. Now, you also know that some weeks ago, the Supreme Court ordered a retrial. So he's been freed pending his retrial. Now, as soon as he came out of prison, his colleagues in the Senate visited him to welcome him home, including the Senate president, Ahmed Lawan. And now the House of Reps also sent a delegation to him. The deputy speaker led this delegation to go and see Oji Kahlo. That's Idris Wasse. And here's what he said to encourage Uzo Kahlo. He said, quote, We are here to sympathize with you on what happened and your incarceration. As a politician, I want you to take it as one of those things. First, we congratulate you and urge you to put everything before God and believe it is part of destiny. My leader, the late chief Solomon Law, told me not to fear, as a politician, to go to prison. He told me that going to prison is a badge of honor. If you are a good politician, you should be willing to taste prison experience because it will come to you in very many dimensions. End quote. So there you have the deputy speaker, Consoli Nodju Kalo using the words of late Solomon Law. And I want to know what you think about that. Because it seems like Idris Wase is framing this thing like persecution. It's one of those things. It's not your fault. It just happens. It's part of politics. And I wonder whether you agree. I want to know what you think about hearing your elected officials talk about going to prison for corruption. Like it's just, and I quote one of those things 0700 993 993 993 Now let me remind you Oju Zocalo's case is not over. He was convicted but the Supreme Court overturned it but ordered the trial to start afresh. So this isn't as if he has been discharged, He's just no longer a convict. The case has to be retried, you understand? So would you agree with Wase that this is just one of those things? Or do you believe it's a serious situation where Oji Zokalo has serious allegations against him which need to be seriously looked at? And then let's talk about the mindset of politicians. A lot of people say that to the politicians, this is all a game. We've seen situations where you have politicians in different parties insulting each other in newspapers, even have each other arrested. But a month later, you'll see a picture of them together at one of their daughter's weddings and they are laughing together. <laughs> and a lot of people point at stuff like that and they say, see, not just game did they play. And I wonder if you think that's why Idris Wasse would say prison is just one of those things. And then he also said it's a badge of honor. I mean, that's a very big thing to say. It's a very big thing to say. He's basically saying, if you never go prison as a politician, you never start. What do you think about that? What does that say to you about the way Nigerian politicians see the criminal justice process or how they see politics itself? 0700 993 993 993 0700 993 993 993. You can also send me a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is o h o nine five nine seven five eight zero five. Hello. 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 Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name?
2: My name is Emil Beche.
0: Good to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. I, I'm calling to contribute to the program. Yes, what do you think of the deputy speaker's words to Senator Ojizokalo?
2: Kalo? While well, I see it as a shameful act, um, what uh, his political godfather said, I mean, uh, Solomon now, blessed memory, had to do with political persecution, not criminal offense when uh, Baba Awu went, on, uh, went to prison, he went there for political reasons. And these are the things we are seeing. It's so shameful that people will... He was convicted only that on technical grounds, he was exonerated, But that trial is still on because they are going to start afraid, mm-hmm. afresh. Um, I, I can't see him getting out of it. I'm not a lawyer, but I know that He was guilty of it, that's why he was convicted. Just on technical grounds, that the man, uh, they they said the judge was elevated, and because he came back to to sit on the last, uh, I mean, on the judgment. To me, the case was concluded. Supreme Court said they should go back. So there is no reason why they should go to make those kind of comments there. He he knows himself. He knows that. uh, I want to believe that he knows that he is guilty. What
0: do you think about all the visits that he's getting?
2: all the business uh, you see that is the problem with Nigeria I I, I think we should be crying for this country it's so shameful that people of that caliber the senior president and his deputies they just they just want to uh, console him for console They just to cover up but I know in their own hearts of hearts that they know that it's not the same thing as what Babanlar said
0: okay thanks for calling me to contribute 99.3
2: yeah, good afternoon, um <laughs> President Sandra, I the senator. You go,
0: kuku, give me another title. Now you first yeah, give me president. He, now you won't give me senator.
3: The because
2: these people, I don't understand what they are doing. <laughs> what
0: do you Cuckoo think about all the visits?
2: Uh, they, these people, I don't know. There's this saying in my place. Uh, Oshi, uh, women on name uh, women Meaning oh. that, um, you know, especially where the thief, where be thief, if it's not a shame in people, shame, they catch them. Hmm. Like the first call I said, <laughs> these people not get shame, shame, they catch up. So you mean that 7 billion is gone, right?
0: Well, it's not gone. They're still going to try again.
2: We think they won't try again. Not with the same test of people. The judge, they say because they promote the judge, that is why the technicality, Abi. Ah, God, what is going on for God's sake? Why have these people like this? Hmm? Now, they are referring to what uh, Baba Solomon La said. Those so people, when they play politics, uh, he was the governor of uh, Plateau State, right? Chief Solomon last. Mm. Did we hear that some billions, Miss? Why are these guys so heartless like this? Billion, 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 Sandra. Come eh? on, the doctors trying to go, go on strike. Go to Abia State. I'm familiar with Abia State. During his time, sir, five years. Nothing to write home about in Abia. He made all the money. The son made all the money. The young man will see him the drive this year, latest Range Rover, and people would hear them. How they look at say, look at these guys. Your son. Well, God let Let them continue.
0: Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name, sir?
4: Akin Ogun State.
0: Akin Ogun State. What do you think about the deputy speaker's words, Senator Juzakalo?
4: I've, I've always been saying it, democracy in Nigeria is a fraud, and they are not at fault. We are part of it. The day they start making laws that protect them, we sat down and they are watching. Now, under technicalities, they can be left off the hooks. While the common man, if you steal a common a chicken, You are in for it. And even this topic... (laughs) We have one already now that has bought herself a citizenship of the Commonwealth of Dominican Republic. Hmm. Is that a normal thing to do? And Nigeria is quiet.
3: Mm,
0: That's that's actually pretty normal. If you have enough money, you can buy yourself citizenship anywhere.
4: That is if your money, sir, if your money... Came in through the right source. We know what went wrong. After being our foreign minister for over, that I means for about seven years ago, you go and bought yourself. You did not clear the, you, yourself of the crime they say you committed just to have the immunity. And Nigeria is quiet about it.
0: What do you think about the visits that Ojizakalu is getting?
4: This is, I've said it already. There was a time ago, actually, was so during birthday just June.
0: <laughs>
3: they are all the same. No,
4: Shibi. that is it. I don't know. didn't we see it on TV? <laughs> when they went and we called him from the this in prison then. Hmm. The, the, the same technicality was using same body judge. The masses, we are fighting ourselves on radio and they are parting with themselves. is well with us. Thank you and God bless you.
0: Thank you for calling me, Akin. Is it really well with us? Is it? Is it God that will day? Because at the end of the day, the reason why I tell you all of these things that happened, the reason why I bring these conversations your way, the reason why we're doing all we do here on Nigeria Info is so that you will not say that you did not know. Now that you know, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to continue to say in a God-handy day or are you actually Going to do something about it 99.3. Hello, hello, turn your radio down. What's your name, sir?
2: Yeah, my name is Ndukwe.
0: Ndukwe, I'm, Ndukwe, welcome. I'm from go ahead.
2: Yeah, please. It's, it's very, very shameful. What kind of presidents are they setting? Are they encouraging people to go and see? I'm from Abia State, mm. go to Abia State. About we have a big market called Ariaria. Mm-hmm. That Ariaria, people from Gabon, everywhere in the whole of Africa, comes there to buy goods. Orjusor mm-hmm. destroyed it completely. God, in his infinite mercy, will never allow Orjusor to go free. As long as God exists, Orjusor will never go free. Let him use all the technicality. He will desire was for 12 good years, and he thinks he can get away. God will never allow him to get away. If you see what he did in Abia State, he did in Abia State. He set a very bad president. He whole Abia State to ransom. He took all the money in Abia State and fixed uh, uh, this other guy. There, he ruled for another eight years. Then he's telling us that he, uh, the people are running around to su- su- support him. God, he he, uh, that exists.
0: will we'll deal with him. All right, Ndukwe, thank you for calling me. For our second story, let's talk about the president suspending Executive Order 10. Remember that that's the order to enforce financial autonomy for the legislature right, and judiciary at state level. The president signed it last month. But the governors said that uh, that order violated the constitution. And now after meeting with him, the president has agreed to suspend the order. Now, here's why the order's legality is being debated. Executive Order 10 instructs state governments to enshrine financial autonomy in their budgets. And then, if a state executive doesn't give the legislature or the judiciary their money, the order permits the federal government to deduct the money from the state's allocation and pay directly to the judiciary and legislature. Now, the governor said this is illegal for two reasons. First, under the Constitution, the federal government cannot give a state orders about how to handle its internal affairs, including its budget. And second, federal government cannot redirect state government funds for any reasons, not even for a good reason like financial autonomy. Now, once there's a controversy like this on hard facts, I bring in the experts to talk to you about it. And last week, I had a lawyer on the show, Nika Rombollo, and I also had Shen Bide Day of Budget. And, he, and, and both of them, when I asked them um, if the government was right to do this, when I asked them who was right, the state or the federal government, they both said that what the president was doing wasn't constitutional. If you didn't listen last week, well, here you go. The Section 5 that gives the
1: president that power, Section 5-2 gives equal power to the governor of the state. That is in recognition of the fact that we run a federal system of government. What that simply means is that, yes, we are one nation and then the federal is the center, but then every state is like its own little, you know, kingdom. It's like having, like, a public a compound. Then your grandfather's house is in the middle of the compound. Then all his wives and children all around him. Hmm. So, so basically, what that means, you know, I, I, um, there now is that the governor has equal power to to execute the constitution at the state level hmm. while the uh, while the president has the power um, over the constitution and um you know and laws made by the national assembly at the federal level hmm. so the power to you know like uh, ensure compliance with the constitution is not a power that is, best is sold exclusively on
0: the, the president. president. Ah. So section one B sec, s- section one B of the EO says, quote, the accountant general of the Federation um, shall authorize the deduction from source in the course of uh, of Federation accounts allocation from the money allocated to any state of the Federation that fails to release allocation meant for the state legislature and state judiciary in line with the financial autonomy guaranteed by section 121, subsection 3 of the Constitution of Federal Republic of Nigeria, uh, 1999 as amended, end of quote. So here, the EO is empowering the accountant general to deduct money from FAC before transferring a state's allocation to the federation account. Again, does the federal government has this power, Nige.
1: Once again, I would say it's under the Nigerian constitution, hmm. The federal government does not have supervisory powers over the states. Hmm. They do not have that constitutional power over the states. It is not expressed anywhere in the Constitution that in case there's an erring state, the federal government has the power to do that. No, they do not have that power Hmm. to do that. So when people are saying that, you know, that the president has that power. He does have that power. But what they fail to mention mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. state governors also have that power. Mm-hmm. So if it does tell you Section 5 says that the president can do this, of course, it does say that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It does say that. Mm-hmm. But it also gives that same power to the state governors. So I can see how people can choose to ignore
0: the second arm, mm-hmm. you know, of that. And that's why you should listen to hard facts, to be honest, because, you know, it's always the facts here. Tell your friends and your family members to listen as well. There are no sentiments. The facts are the facts. The facts cannot change. A lot of analysts were saying at the time, oh, financial autonomy is a good thing. So the executive order is good. But my question from day one was, is it legal? Because it's not enough to want to do the right thing. It, It must also be done in the right way. And my experts on the day we had this conversation on the show last week, Monday, said it's illegal. The only way to get financial autonomy enshrined in law is for federal government to work with the states. The states have to be the ones who set up the rules. And now the presidency has agreed. Because according to Kayode Faimi, the president has asked the governors to work with the AGF, the chief of staff and the finance minister. So now, instead of an order from the federal government to the states, we have a federal and states uh, situation where they are working together, where they are cooperating. It's impressive. What do you think about that? 0700 993 993 993. Why do you think the president issued the executive order in the first place? only to suspend it now that the governors pointed out it was unconstitutional that's what i want to know did nobody in the federal government advise the president about the legality i mean if sandra ezekwassili could get experts expert expert guests who x-rayed the constitution and saw the problem how come nobody in the presidency saw it before the order was issued 700 993,
2: 993, 993 Hello. Hello. Yeah, hello. How are you? What's your name? Yeah, good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is Enzo. I'm calling from Leke.
0: Enzo, how come nobody in the president's team saw this thing before the president issued uh, his order?
2: As far as I'm concerned, there's nothing illegal in this part of the world. Governors will conduct local government election,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the, and their party will With every local government chairmanship and counselorship.
0: So, because there's nothing legal, we should. What's one more illegality?
2: I don't give a hoot because (laughs) people keep talking about rule of law. Hmm. Only rich people have access to this rule of law. Stand up, poor people living in this geographical space called Nigeria do not have access to rule of law. What
0: do you think about the visits to Senator Jizokalu? I laugh. You know why I'm laughing? Why? The politicians, they know
2: the game they are playing. I'm in the system. I pity the oppressed Nigerians on the street. Go to us, the Carlos community. These people are celebrating. They are dancing because at the end of the day, he will stand in front of his house and give hand out handouts. 200 naira, 500 naira. Nigerians have reduced their life to between 2000 and 4,000 per election cycle can you blame
0: them they've had election after election no, after where, where politicians come and they make promises and they don't keep those promises
2: fantastic politicians will come a politician will come to you on Monday. Promise you heaven
0: and
2: earth. Mm. He, he will not fulfill his promise. He comes back in on Tuesday. He promised you the same promise you promised on Monday. Mm. And you now will go out to vote for him. Doesn't make sense. Sandra, I've seen people who have gone to that constituency. People want to give their people dividend of democracy. Mm-hmm. They promise their people. Their people even know, deep down their heart, they know these guys would deliver on their campaign promises. But they rejected them. Why? They don't have money to share. The politicians, they know the game they are playing. I just hope and wish that the poor man on the street will realize someday that there are only two tribes in this country and two religions, the elite and the oppressed Nigerians. The day the oppressed will decide to unite, politicians will run. But the worst part of it is, politicians do not want the oppressed, oppressed Nigerians to unite. Any day the poor man in the south sees the poor man in the north as one. Politicians to start doing the right thing. But the fact that the politicians have decided to divide us along ethnic and religious life. The fact that Nigerians still believe there's something called Igbo, Aousa, Christian. The
0: points Muslim. you're raising right now yes. have nothing to do with the two stories that we've raised. There's nobody I'm, dividing anyone along political or ethnic no, or religious not, lines not. right not this not minute. minute. Right this minute. Okay. Right this minute. Okay. The politicians are okay. not dividing anybody. Right this minute. We have politicians well, visiting right all Juzo they Carlo. Exactly. exactly. So let's talk about So let's talk about that.
2: to visit him. They're sitting president went to visit him to the detriment of the poor man on the street he stole money he was convicted why innocent nigerians are languishing in jail where's the technicality chandra go to our prisons you find more than one million nigerians languishing in jail for crime they know absolutely nothing about where's the technicality who's going to take them to court nobody but all the kind of camp they have been discharged and acquitted from from, from, from prison
0: i don't get it so where where lies the poor man in this society? Good question, Enzo. Thanks for calling me. 99.3. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Mr. Sam is my name from satellite. Mr. Sam, how come I could spot that this executive order will have issues, but the president did not have anybody tell him about the legality of his executive Sandra, order?
5: Even the, the vice president is a constitutional lawyer, and I'm sure within the presidency, I mean, sorry, at the president's own uh, office and whatever. Well, he has an
0: attorney general, so, so yeah.
5: Yeah, there are lawyers and lawyers, men and women mm-hmm. who have heard that maybe they are not practicing, those who are practicing, mm-hmm. who are giving an appointment or the other. No one could spot that this thing will not fly up to the time they came out, only for them to go back. Then if I wonder, looking at the case of Uzo Kalu,
0: mm-hmm.
5: I wonder where we are in this country. Sandra, is mm. the poor man that will continue to suffer? If,
0: why does the poor man want to, to continue, to, continue to suffer? Why does the poor man want to continue to suffer? Is, is there nothing the poor man can to, do?
5: To sympathize with him. Mm. And somebody is there saying, Solomon, like, what in the context of like made that statement? He's not in this rotten and rubbish they are doing this. Hmm. Well, may God help us. So who this... continue to eat your money. I know there are those who are ready to give you, even if you, your bank is empty. There are those in the Senate. They are ready to feed you for money tonight.
0: You you know that that is why the poor man will continue to suffer because the poor man finishes talking and the poor man ends the speech with, oh God will help us. So. Oh, na God handy day, Oh, when will God come down and punish them? Look at what's happening in America because one man died. Look at all the number of laws they've gotten to be passed. Look at all the actions they've gotten from the establishment, from the system, because one man died. These are people who have been on this matter for centuries. Nigerians have not fought for anything for longer than 60 years. So. Like all the, fights, all the fights, small military, everybody just calm down. Everybody just quiet. Conliva for God hand. Meanwhile, African-Americans that were always quick to drag, they have been on this matter since they were slaves on plantations. They've been organizing uh, protests. They've been running away. They've been escaping. They've been fighting. They have just been trying to survive in a system set up to punish them. And then I take you to Sudan. I take you to uh, India. I take you to uh, Hong Kong. People that know that this is not the life we want for ourselves, they get up and do something. They're not constantly saying, oh, no, poor man. Oh, what's the plight of the poor man? Oh, God will save us. I'm not going to save you. God will not come down and save you. You have to save yourself. There's something, there's a saying that um, I picked up from a movie a few months ago. And it's a very obvious saying. The person said, You don't die by falling into the water. You die by staying in the water. We're all in the water and we're refusing to swim. We're refusing to come out. Even though we have the ability to swim, we have the ability to come out. Let's continue talking, yeah? 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezdekwesile.
3: Stay right here on The Big 3 on 99.3 Nigeria Info.
1: Yesterday, I sat on this side of the divide. The popular side, where doubt and sarcasm rank
2: higher than chatter. And yes, it sounded really good. It's where we all love to be. to be. Not on the other seat where scrutiny is intense and blazing lights pierce through to racing heartbeats and pinpoint questions. Questions which demand frank,
1: blunt, and true
2: responses. Pinpoint with Agogo Oppo every Saturday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk.
1: Business School Nigeria is a managerial training and research institute of excellence. With the best international standards at Rome Business School Nigeria, we provide managerial training courses that will help you kick off your professional career. Our courses range from business administration to international human resource management as well as marketing and communications plus more. With dual intakes every year in October and March, our 2020 admission is already open. The Lagos campus is situated at 10B Abimbola Okunuga Crescent Ikeja GRA Lagos. For more information, contact us on 0810 508 4635 or 0901 401 7607. Rome Business School, Nigeria. Better managers for a better world. This is the big, three. The big three. On the hard facts.
2: On 99.3. Nigeria Info.
0: Sandra Ezekwesili. On The Big Three, we bring you the biggest stories of the day. And our final story, Nigeria has a national sex offenders register. This is thanks to NAPTIP. That's a National Agency for the Prevention of Trafficking in Persons. The Director General's name is Julie Okadonli, and she went on Twitter and she published the list. It's a list of people who have been convicted of sex offences in the last two years. She just put up a screenshot of the document. It shows the offender's picture, their name and their address. Now, let me be clear. These are convicts, people who have been taken to court and found guilty and sentenced. These are not people who have only been charged or who are still in court, people who have been sentenced. Lots of countries have registers like this registers for sex offenders so the way it works is once somebody is convicted they put that person on the list and the government also keeps track of where those people live where that person lives so that when they pack into your neighborhood the police gets an alert hey a registered sex offender just moved here before now nigeria did not have a register but the law changed the Violence Against Persons Prevention Act, it was passed. It's called VAPA. And VAPA requires the government to keep a sex offender's register and make it available to the public. And now Naptip has obeyed. And I'm curious what you think about this. I want to know if you think that this is a good move or if you think it's a bad move. I also want to know if you think it will work. What I mean is, do you think having such a register will help us keep people safe? Because that's the whole idea. The whole idea is, if a community um, has somebody who is on that register living in that community, the police is aware. This person where they rape a uh, uh, woman, if they live for here. This person where they rape man, if they live for here. This person where they rape Pekin, if they live for here. This person where they rape rape uh, old mama, if they they if they live for here. Right? It's supposed to help the community not be taken by surprise. If a sex offender lives near you, there is no way to know about it and take precautions accordingly. But the question is, will it work? Let me ask it another way. What would we need to do to make the sex offender's registry useful and helpful to everyday Nigerians? So, for example, right now it's on Twitter. It's about to be on the Naptip website. But somebody may be wondering how many people will be checking Naptip website every month for new sex offenders. Somebody else may ask how many people know that Naptip even has a website or what Naptip is or that Naptip even exists. If you're not listening to this show right now, you probably don't know about what this is. So you see, there's a question of whether the information in the registry is going to reach everybody's eyes. That's why in some countries, they publish the sex offenders list in the newspapers and they put it on notice boards. You go to a a country like America, for instance, a lot of states do that. In some Asian countries, when a sex offender moves to a new neighborhood, everybody who lives there gets an alert on their phone. So basically, different countries find different ways to make the information uh, uh, um, in the sex offender registry useful. It's not just about compiling the list. How would you want this list, this sex offenders registry in Nigeria, how would you want it to be used 0700 993 993 993 would you want government to publish the list in newspapers would you want them to inform only the local police and the local government or should the entire community be made aware when an offender moves in everybody knows a rapist has moved in do you think the sex offender registry will be effective in informing Nigerians about the dangers of nearby sex offenders. 0700 993 993 0700 993, 993 993 Let's take your thoughts via Twitter and Facebook Nigeria Info FM. You can also send us a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is 080 959 75805. And yes, you can talk about our three stories on the show today. Do you think going to prison is a badge of honor for politicians? And why did the presidency not consult on the legality of Executive Order 10? And how shall this National Sex Offender Registry be used? 99.3. 99.3. Hello? hello? Sorry about that. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hello? Welcome
2: yeah, to the show. I had to call, but it's Enzo.
0: Enzo, welcome. It's,
2: uh, national Sex
0: Offenders Regist-
2: Registry.
0: Offenders Registry,
2: fine. Mm-hmm. My concern is in societies, victims are ready to speak up Mm -hmm. but how many people have been convicted of rape in this part of the world not a lot how many
0: not a lot not a lot that's the
2: problem are women ready to speak up if they don't speak up how would they convict rapists
0: yeah but the ones who have been convicted already how How do we know about them like the ones on this list that exists right now right now
2: make it public so that people should know people need to be aware of do you think it should be published in newspapers everywhere on radio stations, they should be given radio stations registrations to make like a public service announcement. Mm. People should know the rapist rape, living in their neighborhood. Mm. It should it, it should be passed as a law. Once you have been convicted by a, computer, a court of competent jurisdiction, mm-hmm. they should send your names out to all the media outlets. The whole world should know who a rapist is. Mm. And it's possible to identify that rapist. If he or she, well, women don't rape men.
0: We, well. Women, rape men.
2: No, no, no. Rape. If you check the constitution, the co- what the Constitution says... The Constitution, the because, the yes, the, the, the
0: Constitution doesn't recognize it, but women rape it does, men.
2: Yeah, no, women. Men are sexually assaulted by women. Women don't rape men. Women men, rape we, men. men. No, it, I'm, I'm, speaking, I'm, I'm speaking on the basis of the Constitution. Not yes, that, not that's, my point
0: of view. that something isn't in the Constitution doesn't mean it's right. Well, there me, are a lot of things in the Constitution is, that men are that doesn't make sexually assaulted
2: sense. by women, not rape. Okay. But the matter, the matter, they should make that, that those names public. People should know who a rapist is mm. and they should know when a rapist has moved moves in. into that neighbourhood. But my concern is, would Nigerian women speak up? They are currently
0: speaking up. Nigerian women are, are sure? speaking up. Yes, they are. Are you sure? Um,
2: are. Let them speak up. Be it a married woman. Mm. If you are married and a husband has raped you, expose your husband, please, mm. please, because sex without consent is rape. Most women do not even know. That the, a man needs consent from them to have to, to have that penetration before penetration will occur. Even married women, they don't know. Most of them are being raped by their husband. Mm-hmm. Do they know? No. But they should speak up. If they speak up, by the time they send one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, husbands to jail, a lot of men will wake up from their state of unconsciousness.
0: Thanks for calling me, and so ninety nine point three.
2: Hello. Yeah, hello, Sandra.
0: How are you? What's your name?
2: Uh, my name is Shayi Akinde.
0: Sheyi, I've got three stories. Which one do you want to talk about?
2: Uh, I want to actually talk about the the issue of the law that was reversed by which you spoke about. about okay, so
0: how come I spotted it and the president's team did not spot it?
2: Well, you, <laughs> you're you doing a great job, Sandra, <laughs> we must say. But the truth is that it's, it's just a sad day, you know, because... If we set up a country, mm. and we've been saying that, oh, we want Nigeria to walk for the masses, mm-hmm. and if we understand that, you know, we have three tiers of government: the executive, the legislature, and the third hand. Mm. How come the local government has failed to function since 1999, and the governors has been in charge? They've been collecting money from Abuja, but we have failed to see any meaningful development in that grassroots. But because the law was made, which they know the both of them have access to. They all saw it. They are just waiting for the failure of Nigeria. Both the government. I mean, the presidency knows about it. The governor knows about it. Why is it that when it concerns law that will benefit the masses, there will always be this issue of court, of illegality. Because how long will Nigeria go? How long can we survive when there's nothing at the grassroots? And billions of money is being spent. So the governors will always want to exploit this. We've seen it. Look at all the states. Look at the local government. Nothing is happening. The people are living in abject poverty. And it's just a matter of time before it will get to me and you. Because if those people have nothing to eat over their meat, we that are working hard, we are not safe. So we need to stand and and and, and, and hold the governors accountable. For the money they've been collecting because there's no development in their local government look at the roads look at the roads look at the inner roads as, and in a terrible bad shape. go to ogun state go to lagos state look at it so how long so how what, what do we expect the president to do i know this thing has been there lingering for years we have been saying give autonomy to local government give autonomy so if the president thinks in his wisdom that okay let me make an executive order he has to some way somehow we have to sustain it but oh we've all seen what has happened so it's it's, it's just uh it's just painful sandra but I just hope this country works one
0: day. All right, Shay. thanks for calling me. You're listening to The Big Three on 99.3 Nigeria Info. If you just joined in, I'm Sandra Ezekosili. Is going to prison a badge of honor for politicians? Why did the presidency not consult on the legality of executive order 10? and how should the National Sex Offenders Registry be used? We've got Mercy in a Papa who says, "Um, these sex offenders registry for countries that have this. Why do they allow these offenders to be at large? Please, I need clarity." Well, when you are a sex offender, you've been convicted. You go to jail. When you finish serving your sentence and you are allowed to join back uh, to join um to rejoin the society, um, then they release your your details to the people who around you so that they know that this person uh, is a sex offender who has served time so in some countries um you serve between 10 to 15 years 20 years maybe three years in others some other countries castrate you so it depends on the laws of the country and that's why they are allowed to rejoin so they're not at large They serve their time and then they rejoin um, um, society. Sandra, did Buhari say he withdrew it because it was illegal? Stop the question. Why? Stop the question. Why he didn't consult before the order for its political reasons? Uh, Okay. Fatai from Leckie. I don't understand what you wrote, Fatai. I wish you'll... um, uh, What's it called? I wish you'll re-say what it is you're trying to say because the the president did have a meeting with... um, Uh, He did have a meeting with the governors and they talked about the illegality. It was actually withdrawn because it's illegal. The governor said this is illegal, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. My name is Kane Day from Ijegu. The National Sex Offenders Registry, I think, is a very good step. How is the awareness going so far? Well, it just it was just released like yesterday or day before yesterday. And this person thinks that it should be made known in public places, in schools, in markets, religious centres. Let these sex offenders go to prison for 20 years. We've got uh, Victor who says, Let Oji Kalu use all his connections to cover his sins. He will never go unpunished. Only time will tell. Uh, hi, Sandra. I disagree with the implementation. The government governors should be in charge the governors should be charged with constitutional breach. By that, the FG opens them up for impeachment procedure. Hmm. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying, Kasmira, but thank you for saying it. The deputy speaker is shameless for saying that. As for the visit to odd user Carlo, I'm not surprised because it has happened before. Bode George is another case study. We don't have leaders, but vandals in power. Lillian Inikorudu says, Lillian, thank you for sending your message in. We are in a serious problem in Nigeria. Nigerian politicians need to hide their faces in shame, Peter says. All right, Peter. Signboard with their names and their photos. That's what should happen uh, in Nigeria. These signboards need to be in each area for residents to know them. All right, Adeyemi Gondo. thank you for sending your message in. Sandra, please, is it only male gender that rapes women? Why is it that it's always what you speak about and be made to believe that it's only a male gender that rapes? Uh, Chigozie, you obviously were not listening to the conversation I just had with... Um, Enzo, where we're talking about women raping men. But you see, the issue with people like you is that you don't really want to talk about the 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 raping itself. You just want to derail the conversation. And we're done letting people like you derail the conversation. We've got Chukwuma Mainokota who says, Good afternoon, Sandra. Oji Carlos' conviction story started when he was in the PDP. As he decamped to the APC, he became a saint. Now they are, they've tactfully removed the ex-convict badge from him. The story has changed. EFTC where is your sting Nigeria we hail thee alright Jokoma thanks for sending your message in these messages are from WhatsApp now let's take a look at Twitter and Facebook where you have a lot of messages coming in President Sandra it's quite shameful the way our politicians talk and give a new dimension to the evil in a way to suit them concerning the EO it's quite disgraceful that in a presidency where we have almost three sands they can not see the legality. Danny Aydowu says, the executive order has not been allowed to work by governors. What happened to financial autonomy for local government by executive order of Mr. President? Therefore, there is need for amendment of the constitution. Yerok says, Nigerian politicians are just as shameless as most of the things they do and put out there. Does it ever cross their minds that they are setting bad examples for the younger ones watching on the sidelines? men without a shred of honor we've got a political therapist who says uh, people of nigeria can you see your representatives what a shame i weep for this nation going to prison is an honor shame of shame Daniel Oji says to start with, it's a disgrace, Nigeria, and should be shameful to the government of Buhari that the lawmakers went on solidarity visit to a convict of corruption. Mr. Deputy just exposed why they are not ashamed of stealing. Joy Forever on Twitter says in prison that still enjoys prep preferential treatment because they can pay for it executive order 10 maybe he acted in isolation using presidential fiat and uh, the registry should be online and it should be accessible to all Okay, let's check out Facebook now. On Facebook, Paul Fata says, for transparency and accountability, every sector needs to be checked, including the president. Mohamed Yunusa Adeza says, Sandra, we don't have ability to swim because the government doesn't allow this protest in the country. We don't have government that listens to the citizens. Actually, there's no government that wants to listen to the citizens. The citizens have to force the government to listen. That's how it's done in other parts of the country. If you want something and you want it badly enough, you force the government to listen. We've got uh, Sharp Kate Flex who says, Good day, President Sandra. Publishing the names of sex offenders, or let me say rapists, is a very welcome idea. The public needs to know those that perpetrate this evil. And not just that, proper prosecution and jailing should back it up. All right, Jay, thank you for sending your message in. Now, remember that I said the names that are published are people who have already been convicted. So they've been convicted, they've probably been sent to to jail uh, and then their names are published but how should we use that registry should we do what some countries do where you get an alert on your phone telling you that um, um, this person has been convicted for sex offense you're blocking my camera miss should we tell, should we um, have people um, um, get a lot on their phone with the names and pictures of these sex offenders? Or should we have it in newspapers? Or should we have billboards? How exactly should Nigeria use her own sexual offenders list? Let me come back to the phone lines. 99.3. Hello? 99.3. Hello? Hello? Hello?
6: Yeah,
0: this is Francis. Francis. Oh, sorry about that. 99.3. Hello?
6: Hello. Yeah, good afternoon. Good
0: afternoon. What's your name?
6: My name is Banabas.
0: Bass. Good to have you on the show. I have three stories. Which one do you want to talk about?
6: Yes, I want to talk about Executive Order Number 10. Go ahead. Yes, uh, it's quite unfortunate that uh, we have a country that is uh, running like, like it's not a country. Uh, the good and bad are confused, and there is an evil influence. You can see that uh, the, the president meant well, and that, that should be the right thing to do. But now, nah, because of the covert and overt interests of the and uh, they have decided to stage uh, a, a mild coup. Against the president
0: so that... Uh, no, actually... That will not
6: be the light of the day.
0: Actually, the president meant well, but it's not the right thing yes. to do because um, the constitution doesn't support it. So so if well, if he wanted to do it, the right thing to do would be to pass a bill to the National uh-huh. Assembly and have the National yes. Assembly um, revise the constitution because right there in the constitution, um, it gives yes. power to the governors to make those decisions for their own states. Uh-huh. Yes, the president that's, cannot that's interfere what, with the states according to our constitution.
6: Yes, that's why I stated, I started by saying that the good and bad are confused and there is an evil influence.
3: Okay.
6: So, if it was the other way around, they, they, the governors would have supported and say, Yes, the, the president uh, is doing the right thing. Let us therefore follow the, the footpath of the president so that uh, things to be well for the uh, generality of Nigerians and Nigeria as a whole but that way is if the is the case
0: but now you also have the governors who have now agreed to work with the agf the chief of staff and the finance minister so that they can create a working uh, template for these different states so did they really plan it cool or did they just want the, gov- the the president to do the constitutional thing
6: uh, beautiful. That's why the constitutional lawyers that, that are around the presidency, I think they should come together and uh, have a brainstorming session. So not only in this uh, in this area, there are other places where they should fine-tune in the Constitution, so that we will have to have uh, things to move well in this country. Mm-hmm. And then we'll move like other nations that are progressive. So this is used to like uh, many of us that uh, it's like we are, we are a retrogressive nation. So when we want to move, somebody will bring a, a cog and put on the wheel of progress, and then brings everybody to a halt. It's wrong. We mustn't continue this way. Now we have to do something. But
0: fast but to but, stop but, this, but if, this, if the pre- but if the president had done the right thing to begin with, which was consult yeah. with his own lawyers, we wouldn't even be having this yeah. conversation to begin with.
6: Uh, it's true. So that's, that's why we need to orientate ourselves so that when next we are going to push, we we'll have to check everybody. Check, check, cross-check and check and cross-check people that say they want to buy for positions of authority in Nigeria.
0: Okay. Thank you for calling me, and sir.
6: 99.3. Hello.
0: Hello. Alexandra. Good to have you on the show. Turn your radio off, sir. What's your name?
2: My name is oh, Prince Oh, Prince
0: Welcome. Good to have you on the show. Long time no here.
2: No, no, <laughs> 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 number one mm. Mr President, well. And the last is authority for the constitution. Mm-hmm. What they were saying now is that they will make a little adjustment before gazetted. Mm. It outside is a executive uh, thing. But what remains is gazetted. It now allows the governor. To meet with the finance minister, the attorney general before he it be assisted. So it's, it's done already. This governors, they behave like a I don't know. Not, not for that, okay. but this is set for that is better for Nigeria. Mr President being for this country. When we talk of restructuring, restructuring, this pattern is, is being taken care of now. Freedom for local government. Their like, their salaries go directly to them. Freedom for the legislator, freedom mm-hmm. for the judicial and the judicial in the state. And that is part of uh, the service we are talking about. to so, that for that. Number mm-hmm. number two, Uso Uso-Kanu matter. The the legislator that pays homage to Uso kanu they are not sinful at all. They are not pathetic Nigeria. They are celebrating criminality. Somebody who those bills of Fabia money. He rule there with his mother, eh? No development. He use Abia money for his personal business. And you are I will not celebrate him. In fact, this this all for me. If I was him, he want to just sit somewhere, uh, attending to make a now. Nah, as of now, it's not on the hook. Only the judiciary just messed the whole the whole thing. The NJC. When you promote a judge, the better to have done, it will tell the judge that the, 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 the case in your hand is you it to have within six months. They know. But one, I know, a Kano can never go score free.
0: Hmm. I- Hello? Ooh. Sorry about that. Well, stay here. More conversations coming your way. We're going to talk sexual harassment on Community You Report with Chukudi Ezugu and, uh, and uh, the Lagos State Domestic and Sexual Violence Response Team. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Hard Facts. We'll be right back.